This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. Uh, Canva helps you get your point across, uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, Plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. According to legend, the 12th century priest St. Anthony was once approached by a distraught woman whose jealous husband was convinced that their newborn baby wasn't his, who had threatened to kill them both. When Anthony visited the family, he turned to the infant and said, Tell me, child, who is your father? Miraculously, the baby pointed toward the jealous husband, calmly replied, That is my father, and they lived happily ever after. You only need to turn on daytime TV for a couple minutes to know that not all paternity tests deliver such welcome news. The daytime talk show Maury is so famous for its high-drama paternity test plot lines that it sells mugs and t-shirts emblazoned with the catchphrase, You are not the father. While maternity has always been taken for granted, for most of history, paternity was an open question. Until the advent of super-accurate DNA testing in the 1980s, there was no way to be scientifically certain who a baby's biological father was. But that didn't stop people from trying. We spoke with Nara Milinich, a history professor at Barnard College and author of the new book Paternity, The Elusive Quest for the Father. 
She says that 19th and 20th century scientists and pseudoscientists were obsessed with unlocking the mystery of paternity and tried just about everything to discover the holy grail of heredity. Meanwhile, newspapers of the time fueled the paternity test frenzy by closely covering sordid stories of cuckolded husbands and lecherous celebrities and their disputed progeny. In the 1920s, for example, there was a rash of anxiety in the United States over babies allegedly being swapped in hospital maternity wards. Judges were put in the Solomon-like position of having to decide who these babies' legitimate parents were, and they were desperate for an objective test that could solve paternity suits once and for all. Some researchers insisted that the ridges on the roof of the mouth contained patterns that were passed on from father to child. Others relied on the race-based pseudoscience of eugenics to create a list of physical traits like nose size, ear shape, and hair texture that supposedly invariably passed from generation to generation. But the man who really captured the popular scientific imagination in the 1920s was Dr. Albert Abrams and his oscillophore. Abrams developed a set of theories about the human body's electrical system, which he called the Electronic Reactions of Abrams, or ERA. Convinced, like many others, that the key to unlocking heredity was in the blood, he invented an instrument called an oscillophore that purported to measure the precise electronic vibrations in drops of blood. He said Irish blood vibrated at 15 ohms, for example, and Jewish blood at 7 ohms. Despite the suspect and racialized science behind the oscillophore, Judge Thomas Graham of the Superior Court of San Francisco hired Abrams to determine the outcome of a high-profile paternity suit involving one Paul Vittori, who refused to pay child support for an infant daughter he claimed was not his. Abrams' machine found that Vittori was indeed the father, and the case instantly made the eccentric doctor one of the most in-demand paternity experts in the world. Paternity quacks like Abrams got so much traction, Milanich believes, because a frustrated legal system wanted a scientific panacea for solving the paternity problem. Also, American society in the 1920s was grappling with anxieties over rapidly changing gender roles and the newly public sexual independence of women. These tests, as inaccurate as they actually were, offered the air of calm assurance. But what's even more remarkable is that in the 1930s, scientists discovered that human blood really did contain some definitive clues to a person's parentage. It wasn't electronic vibrations, but blood grouping, or what we now know as blood typing, A, B, A, B, O, etc. Blood grouping follows some immutable rules. For example, if a baby has type AB blood and his mother has type A blood, then the father must have B or AB blood. Finally, judges could use actual science to determine if a man could realistically be a child's father. But even science, of course, has limitations. In the early 1940s, famed entertainer and womanizer Charlie Chaplin was taken to court in a paternity case brought by his former protege, Joan Barry. Barry was 23 and Chaplin 54, and she alleged that he was the father of her newborn baby, Carol Ann. The court case, deliriously covered in the papers, featured the first high-profile use of blood group testing in a paternity suit. And when the results came in, they conclusively showed that Chaplin could not be the father of Carol Ann. Case closed, right? Not so fast. The jury found that Chaplin was indeed Carol Ann's father, if not biologically, then by merit of his close relationship with her mother and his infamous history of marrying and quickly discarding much younger women. Despite the real progress made in paternity science, the problem of paternity had somehow managed to get more complicated. Milanich said, The problem with the chaplain suit wasn't with the test. It was that people have different definitions of the father, one that's biological and one that's social. We've asked science to solve something that isn't scientific. 
In ancient Rome, a husband was legally considered the father of his wife's children, no matter their paternity. This legal principle is still law in many U.S. jurisdictions. A husband may still owe child support to a child he raised, even if a paternity test says he's not the real dad. A decade after the Chaplin case in 1953, California law was changed to basically say that if a paternity test showed that a man was not the father of a child, then the matter would be considered resolved. Other states followed suit. Meanwhile, DNA paternity tests, which went mainstream in the 1990s, have taken all the guesswork out of determining the identity of the biological father. Milanich says that they are 99.99% accurate if done right and can now be bought for around $14 at your local drugstore or online, plus a 130 lab fee for running the test. There are even mobile DNA testing vans where the full testing can be conducted. But as Milanich argues in her book, even the perfect paternity test leaves a lot of questions unanswered. Quote, who as a society do we want fathers to be? That's not something a geneticist can solve. Today's episode was written by Dave Ruse and produced by Tyler Klang. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other topics that can be defined in multiple ways based on science and culture, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.